0: I was recently sent a quotation from Ray Dalio, the author of the book, Principles. When managing a crisis, first make sure that your people and your organization you're managing are going to be safe. Then look for opportunities. In the midst of all the panic and the crises and the lack of toilet paper in the stores, we find we can still function. It's a matter of adaptation to the circumstances and looking for those opportunities. Becky Holland Fuller is the president of Singing Sands Toastmasters Club in Michigan City, Indiana. I saw a post by her on the official Toastmasters International members Facebook page about her club's first online meeting this week, and I immediately messaged her. I have to talk to you. We're all feeling a bit at sea about the news from Toastmasters International that's encouraging us to move on to online meetings. Many of us have been in webinars. Some of us have run webinars. But how do you switch from an on site meeting to an online meeting? How does that work? Toastmasters has several online clubs, but this abrupt change is challenging us, and it's new and it's scary. That's why I wanted to talk to Becky. She's done it. To be a leader, you have to have a good foundation in public speaking. In one hour a week in Toastmasters, you can learn the communication skills to reach your goals and achieve your dreams. This is Toastmasters 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Kragi. I should warn you, this podcast will be much longer than usual because it contains a lot of Becky's advice. So be prepared to take notes and to share this episode, Toastmasters101.net slash 52. With other members of your clubs, with your area, with your district, there are a lot of people who need to know what Becky has to say. Let's recognize that change is hard. I think the last three years with pathways has certainly proven that to us. But we can manage this conversion with some key steps and four attitudes that will make it easier. First,
1: Becky said. Well, I think it's really important to educate people. I rather than just throw out there that you're going to be in an online meeting scenario. I sent an email out to everybody explaining the platform that we were going to use, along with a link for how they could download that platform software if they don't have it on their system already. Then I also created a 10-minute tutorial within the software on how to use it, just the basics of how to be in a meeting. And then we provided the meeting link so that they would have the information to get into the meeting. Becky is right. We have to take time to educate our members about
0: the platform we're going to use. I've collected a short list of a few options on my website, Toastmasters101.net 52. And that list includes Zoom.us, Google Suite, WebEx, or GoToMeeting. Now, I need to warn you, not all of these resources are free. Some of them are giving free use under certain conditions. Zoom traditionally has let free users have only 40 minutes if they have more than two in the meeting. But that's changing. GoToMeeting is not free, and it's kind of pricey, but it's a very nice platform. Google Suites and Google Hangouts might be free now, but expect that free to change to charge at some point. Back to Becky's point, you need to make a decision about what platform to use. That may be decided by the district, or if you're in a corporate club, the company may already have a different software that they've already configured for their security and their system. Regardless of what you choose, you need to take time to teach your members how to use it. Here in District 10, our district is using Zoom. Personally, I've been using Zoom for a while now. I find it's now familiar and easier for me to use, possibly because as a podcaster, I use Zoom. I used it for my meeting with Becky. I'm okay with the quirky controls, but most people find it difficult to use the first few times they use it. Becky's team emailed all of the members with the exact instructions, how to use WebEx, along with a direct link to the meeting. They even made a video explaining how to use the program. That's creative. That's forward thinking. That's looking for the opportunities. So now that your members know the basics, are you ready for a meeting? Not yet.
1: So, yeah, I think it's really important, though, to go through line by line in your agenda and make sure that you're set up to handle those things before they become a situation in the middle of a meeting. You have to prep for the meeting. Have you ever heard the
0: word netiquette? It's a standard of behavior that's expected on the internet meetings. Everyone has their own expectations, but Becky's Club decided to deal with it from the start.
1: One of the things that we did for the meeting etiquette to let our attendees know exactly what we expected is we modified our Sergeant at Arms welcome to include items that pertain to an online meeting. Things like, in fact, I'll pull it up right here. Please keep yourself on mute unless you're called upon to speak. If you need to alert someone to something during the meeting, please use the private chat feature. If you aren't able to hear or having other technical issues, please add that to the everyone chat so someone can address it right away. Uh, We let them know where to access the meeting agenda and we gave them an alternative link to download a PDF copy. Uh, We asked them to limit the amount of activity in their video space or to mute their video. And then we reminded them how to exit the meeting before it ends and taught them how to use the raise your hand feature. And I think that it took about three minutes at the beginning of the meeting, but it really let everybody know kind of what was expected Mm -hmm. of them. I have a copy
0: of that Sergeant at Arms list on the website, you can download it there. One of the most important actions that a Toastmaster must take is to take control of their microphone. Whether it's attached to a headset or a pair of earbuds wired or a Bluetooth or in your camera or your laptop or your smartphone, the microphone is gonna pick up all those other noises in your room. That's why you need to know how to mute your microphone and when it's time to speak, how to unmute it. And even those of us who are experienced users of conference software, we forget too. During a Toastmasters meeting, we're often communicating by passing notes between ourselves. We send evaluation comments. We vote on things. How are we going to do that online? We're going to type and that's really loud online. You have to know how to mute your microphone just to reduce that noise that you're putting into the meeting. And the same thing applies to your video.
1: And also, you really do have to keep an eye on everybody's video. And if you start to see things that look like maybe they shouldn't be seen, you've got to mute those videos too. (laughs) Please tell me a story about that. (laughs) We didn't have that issue last night, but I have been on calls where, you know, naked people came walking through the background because they didn't realize somebody was on a call. And (laughs) so, yeah, it's important that you're ready to mute if it's needed, Mm -hmm. either the sound or the video. And then there's chat.
0: Some people like chat. They like to type messages and send them to other people during the meetings. Other people find it distracting and they turn it off. What's your club going to do when you need to send each other messages? One of the smartest things that Becky did was she took their club's agenda and she created a PDF that everyone could download and see. If they wanted to print it off, they could. Then the club did a trial run just to see how to
1: run a club meeting online. So, yeah, I think it's really important, though, to go through line by line in your agenda and make sure that you're set up to handle those things before they become a situation in the middle of a meeting.
0: I can't say how much I appreciated her commitment and her team's commitment to making this work. They put out a lot of effort. Their dress rehearsals helped identify several key issues that they resolved before they even got online for the meeting. The meeting agenda PDF was only one thing. There were several other things they had to resolve. Toastmasters is an interactive meeting. We work with each other, and that means we need to be able to communicate with each other without disturbing the flow of the meeting. When we meet in person... Your club may have nameplates or name tags to identify everyone. Some clubs add an extra nameplate to indicate who is filling roles. Other clubs have assigned seating to expedite the movements around the room. We don't have that problem in a conference call. But one great hint I heard from a training that Region 6 just provided their districts was to change your name online to include your role, such as Speaker, Speaker number, number 1, one Kim, Kim Kradge. That helps everyone know what your role is. There are considerations that you must make with webinar platforms. How do you manage table topics? How do you handle evaluations? And what must be the biggest problem I've seen people question on the Facebook page, how do you handle time signals? Let's take a look at each of these. Here's a problem that will take practice to manage, but it's very doable with table topics. You could just have the table topics leader just select the participants. We call that volunteered in our club. Or you could collect volunteers through chat or through the raise your hand button. Most programs have that option to signal the host that you want to be recognized. Or you could literally raise your hand and hope that the table topics leader has their screen set to see all the participants. You pick your club picks, but make sure that everyone knows what they're doing.
1: I had set up the SurveyMonkey surveys ahead of time for mm-hmm. Best and Best Evaluator. And I had one ready and the link prepared for Best Table Topics, but I didn't have the answers filled in yet because I didn't know who was going to speak. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So I had the numbers in there, but I didn't have names yet. Mm-hmm. So... As Table Topics was happening, I had that open and I was filling in names. In clubs where everyone participates in Table Topics, this isn't
0: an issue. But don't assume that the Table Topics leader order of the people on their screen is the same of yours. It won't be. You are always going to show up at the top of the list. So it's going to be different for them. Wait to be called on by name. Voting for Table Topics is also a bit tricky. Personally, I would hate trying to track votes in chat. I would never take the role if that was what was expected to me. But look at the creative way that Becky and her team solved this.
1: As Table Topics was happening, I had that open and I was filling in names and Mm -hmm. then just, you know, as an edit to the survey. Right. Uh, But I had prepared the links ahead of time. I created a document. In Google Docs that had all of the links that I needed to drop into the meeting. So all I had to do when it was time to drop any type of link into the chat is to copy and paste it. And I think that's really kind of the key to being prepared. It was in order of the agenda. So all I had to do was highlight, copy and paste it in. And then when people were talking about links, they would magically appear.
0: SurveyMonkey is a great resource. That's surveymonkey.com all one word but the free version has a few restrictions how many questions you can ask for example i might recommend getting a google form that you can use google forms are available on drive.google.com either of these options can count the votes for you i think i will create a single document in google i will share the link with my club on the agenda it's a PDF agenda, so I can add a hyperlink or a live link to the document and keep reusing the same document week after week. The format's not going to change, just the name of the speakers. But Becky's plan to use a spare open document to type, cut, and paste is smart. It makes this process fast and seamless behind the stage, as it were. With Pathways, getting evaluations is pretty simple. We can just go to the Pathways website and download the necessary form from the Tutorials and Resources tab in Basecamp. Some people can even download a fillable PDF version. For some reason, I can't. I personally am a big fan of the page three of the evaluation form, and I always try to fill that out first. But how do we watch on screen and evaluate at the same time? Becky recommends split screens or separate open windows or print out the evaluation. And when you're done writing on it, you could take a picture of it or scan it or email that picture to the speaker, or even just snail mail the hard copy to the speaker. This is especially a problem when the speaker is not working on pathways. And right now we've got a lot of speakers who are cramming their final classic program award speech projects, then we have a problem. The speaker can send you a copy of the evaluation form or they can give you the questions in a document and send it to you. If they were to use a Google Doc, sharing it could be done easily and quickly and filling it out online is as simple as typing. Then both the speaker and the evaluator have access to it without resorting to taking pictures or scanning or snail mailing. This is a problem I see. My club doesn't often have evaluators assigned until the meeting. That's not a problem when you are present with each other and you can share a paper manual or a printout of the Pathways Evaluation form. It can be a problem online if club members need to email at the last minute. How does your club assign evaluators? This is going to become a priority for online meetings. If your club is one of those clubs that everybody sends evaluations to each other, how do you send those messages? How do you vote? All of the webinar platforms I've used have a chat option. There are generally two. Talk to everyone or talk to one specific person. Becky's Club set the standard for their usual evaluation technique, where everyone gives the prepared speakers a short written evaluation. Those evaluations are directed to the member personally, not to everyone. Tech issues are sent to everyone so they can be resolved quickly, but everything else is sent individually, privately through chat. Explaining this process at the beginning of the meeting will make it less confusing later. That's why the sergeant-at-arms work is so important. I've been to a few online meetings, and the timer problem continues to vex people. I have seen several requests for solutions.
1: The time signals, we had someone that had a sheet of construction paper that they Mm -hmm. would hold up in front of their face. And unfortunately, one of the things that we learned was that that didn't work very well. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a lot of people on a meeting, uh, Zoom or whatever, or WebEx, whatever software that you use, doesn't necessarily let you determine who all is shown on the screen other than the person speaking. What we determined we would do going forward is use the chat feature for that. Have the timer type in green and then yellow and then red at the appropriate times because even if you're on a phone, that chat box pops up really quickly uh, and so it would be a good visual for people rather than trying to hope that the person who's timing is actually on camera at the time.
0: The most obvious solution to me is using cards or an app, but it doesn't seem to work consistently. I once saw a very kind timer use a soft bell, one ring for green, two for yellow, three for red. And as I recall, it worked pretty well if the speaker was wearing headphones. It was a very soft bell. I've also heard of the timer unmuting themselves and saying green, yellow, red. Again, that might work well if the speaker has headphones. I'm not sure it would be heard or if it might be too distracting. Becky's team opted to put the words into the chat feature. Using WebEx, that worked well. I'm not sure that it would work in Zoom because the chat has to be manually turned on by each attendee. They might forget. In the Region 6 training webinar, one of the presenters used the background of her image on the screen, and she could change it through the program, and she would change it from green to yellow to red. And that worked really well, except many of us don't have computers that could do that. It's a problem that needs to be resolved so that everybody in your club knows what to expect. Don't want the timing signals to be distracting. Becky has four keys that will make your online meeting experience successful. Number one, timing. Open the meeting space early, and the host needs to stay until everyone else leaves. Number two, have patience. This is new to all of us. We're going to have hiccups. Things are going to go wrong. Number three, have a way to share your feedback. Use those evaluation skills to help improve everyone's experience. Number four, have a sense of humor.
1: The first couple times that we're going to do this, things are going to be imperfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't expect perfection from ourselves. We're all learning Even those of us who have done it a lot are going to learn new things based on the particulars of the meeting. Weird,
0: horrible, funny, bizarre, all those things are going to happen. Deal with it with laughter, not finger pointing or criticism. Pet the cat. Admire the dog. It'll be okay, really. Online meetings will require a couple of extra rules. The meeting host is a person who opens the meeting online and manages the platform. This person holds the keys and controls certain aspects. The meeting host can mute noisy attendees or unmute speakers when they forget to unmute themselves. Think of this person like a virtual sergeant at arms. The tech master. This person will be the one who helps the attendees use the platform. The meeting host shouldn't have to try to manage the meeting and help a late attendee get situated with their mic or their camera. A designated tech master is a very important role. I know that several of the online clubs use a chat master to mind the chat. This person can help members and guests without disturbing the flow of the meeting and might also catch something before it goes very, very wrong. Some clubs have the visual equivalent of a grammarian to help you know how you look on screen. If your camera is pointed to the top of your head or maybe at the ceiling, some online clubs strongly disapprove of you shutting down your video during the meeting. Other clubs don't mind at all. Your club will have to decide what's right for you. You might want to call on the club secretary to help fill in the agenda for the PDF or Help with the online voting forms. You could ask the Vice President of Education to supply a current list of members who have signed up for a role, or you might even want to have a current list of the membership so you don't have to type. You can just cut and paste. What you shouldn't do is depend on the Toastmaster of the day to manage all of this on their own. Too much work, too much pressure, too much stress drive people away when what we need is for the members to step up and start exploring their own leadership skills. Even with all of Becky's work, there were still a few quirks.
1: We you, There's a raise your hand feature in the WebEx software that we yeah. used. And so we did utilize that. But when we said raise your hand, some of the people who were less familiar with how the software worked just raised their hand Okay. physically in the screen, and that worked fine, too. Or this story. One of the funniest things that we had happen at our meeting last night was that, you know, every Toastmasters meeting has an ah counter. hmm Well, unbeknownst to all of us, our ah counter counted how many times we touched our face when we were speaking in light of the coronavirus, and it was hilarious. And she didn't tell us that she was going to do it, and I think that was the thing that made it so hilarious. She said, in light of the coronavirus, I kept track of how many times you all touched your face, and we got some work to do. (laughs) In the end,
0: Singing Sands Toastmasters Club of Michigan City, Indiana, has had a great start to their online experience. I hope this podcast will help your club's move online to go a little smoother. If your club has found creative ways to solve the problems that Toastmasters will face as we move into virtual meetings, I'd love to hear them. Drop a comment into the Toastmasters 101 podcast Facebook page. Our music today is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. And Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. When managing during a crisis, first make sure that your people in the organization you are managing are going to be safe. Then look for opportunities. Ray Dalio is so right. Becky Holland Fuller and the Singing Sands Toastmasters Club are looking for opportunities, and they're making it work my tremendous thanks to Becky Holland Fuller for her kindness and her help in giving me the time to help me produce this podcast. So now stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time on Toastmasters 101.